Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, A Coach for the Coach. I'm your coach, Helen Williams, and we are building a community of sports coaches who want to be proactive about their coaching career, as well as building the next generation of student-athlete leaders. Last week, we aired part one with Herb Courtney as we discussed how to work with a search and consulting firm to find your ideal coaching opportunity. This week, we will continue with part two of that discussion. You have a page on your website for coaches to go in and actually fill out and, and, and become, you know, potential candidates. And, and I haven't seen that, uh, you know, on other sites. Tell me what went into that and why you decided to do that. Yeah, you know, a big thing for me is being accessible. So if you also go on my website, it says, you know, accessible and affordable, right? So I want to be accessible for, for candidates and affordable for, for clients. And a lot of the times I think a stereotype of search firms is, is the exclusive, is very exclusive, right? You got to be on some database or a certain list or how do we get connected and, you know, finding that way to, to have a conversation with one of the firms. And for me, being a coach, being in that seat and saying, how can I advance and how can I develop and, and who can I talk to? Right. And I think that's, I think that's a big piece of it. And, for me, I wanted to make sure that coaches have a platform where they can go and connect, right? And you know what? I can't, I'm not going to get or provide everybody a job, you know, but I can give you information, right? I can give you direction and I can give you, um, you know, if I can help you connect or just from a development standpoint, I would love to do that, right? So, um, that's why I put that on my website because out, you know, collecting your information, you know, really to trying to develop an authentic relationship with the people that are out there that are interested in that, you know, so possibly down the, down the line when, or, you know, there might be an opportunity that, that might fit you, you know, I know who you are. Right. So I think that's important, you know, to really be able to provide that to, for coaches, right. Or, or administrators is just being accessible and 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 learning about them and them learning about the firm right and what we do and and how we and how we operate so i think it's a two-way street um you know we we follow up with them it might take a few days but you know we we make sure that we follow up with everyone that goes on that fills out that you know little questionnaire and uh and, and start that dialogue i think it's important and key that couple of those questions really ask the coaches about their skill set and, mm-hmm. you know, forces them to think about, oh, well, maybe I, I need to do this or I need to acquire this skill or I need to enhance that skill. I didn't think about it. Well, how can I improve? Well, that's, you know, that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, I think now people, you know, I think in their minds that there, there might be qualified or ready for a job and, you know, they want to go after any and every job, but, the thing that I, I tried to enlighten is, you know, you have to be strategic in wh- what jobs you ha- you go after, what your experience is. Do you know your strengths and do you know your weaknesses? You know what I mean? And, and if you're not really self-reflecting and knowing where your blind spots are, then the chances of you becoming a head coach are slim. Right. I think you got to know and you always have to refine where you are um, and, and then you can come with a game plan or create a game plan 
that that can help you get there right so um yeah that that was kind of the intent for the 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 questionnaire and uh just to i want to understand where they're coming from and and where they see themselves and having that conversation it helps me focus the conversation when we have it and um you know would it can be more meaningful and, and, and impactful that way. Yeah, I, I talk with my clients and then when I'm doing, uh, you know, webinars and seminars about how about building relationships, because every profession, if you're going to be successful, it doesn't matter if it's sports, business or whatever, um, is really dependent upon developing some mutually you know, beneficial and genuine relationships. And, and I talk about the fact that every hiring manager, whether it's the president or athletic director or even coaches, has a list of you know, six to 10 people in that right hand drawer mm -hmm. that would be their next hire when the time comes, whether someone leaves for a better opportunity or whether you have to, you know, for, for better or worse, fire somebody. Yeah. Um, and so, so talk about your advice, A, for getting on that list and B, I want to go a little bit further after that of talking about how they can build relationships with search firms as well. So we'll go with the first one first, like how, What's your advice for getting on that that list of six to ten people? Yeah, you know, like you said, every AD has that short list. I don't care what they say; they all know. They all have <laughs> it's to, all it's in the drawer. It's, it's there. The drawer, every, they all have to forecast because <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen, right? So, right. Um, yeah, I think that's that's important, and you know, for I always tell coaches start where you're at, right? I think and do a great job. So, really, do you know your AD at your current institution? There's one thing. I know about administrators, they talk, right? And and they do a great job of saying, you know what? I have this person on, on, on my staff or one of the coaches uh, within the programs and they do a phenomenal job, right? And and they and they and they talk and they exchange ideas. And you know, so I, I, I implore people to start where you are, right? And you have access to that AD almost every day, right? There's something that you can do to really build an authentic relationship. Obviously your work should speak for itself. Your head coach should be your biggest advocate. And, and with those things in play, that AD is already going to have, um, you're already going to come with that credibility. Then it's being strategic, asking questions, right? About the business, maybe about advice, maybe putting on that mentor hat, right? With your coach and AD, you know, because obviously they're, hand in hand. Right. So um, I do think, you know, obviously you don't go overboard with it, but you need to create an authentic relationship with your AD. You also need to create a great relationship with your SWAs and, and deputy, deputy ADs. Those are the individuals that are going to be ADs in the next, you know, two to five years, you know, so really getting to know them and then you can be more, you know, consistent, you know, with, you know, your SWA and or whoever your your administrator is um, that oversees that program, you know, that that it, those are great ways to get on a list. Right. And then, you know, that SWA or that deputy AD, they're probably coming from a different institution and they'll, they'll say, hey, I got to connect you with, you know, my my colleague or this AD over here, because I think, you know, you guys will you know they need to know who you are. Right. So having them advocate for you when when the administrators in senior level positions advocate for you, you know, you're doing something right. Right. That's how you're you're networking smart and you're networking up. You know, you, get, you know, administrators hire coaches. 
Coaches don't hire. Exactly. I, I try yeah. to tell coaches that. I asked them, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk about the network and, and I asked them to let, let's list your network. And inevitably, there's very few, if any, administrators mm-hmm. on there. And I explained to them, it's great to have, you know, your coaching colleagues, but they're not the ones that are going to hire you to be a right. head coach. Exactly. And even if you're even if you're, you know, just an assistant, you still need to start building those relationships. Exactly. You know, so that's how you get on the list. You know, um, you know, you have your head coach advocate for you and you have your current AD advocate you advocate for you, um, you know, and, and they talk with their colleagues. And, and, you know, then you start building those relationships with those administrators and then it kind of just snowballs from there. But. No, start start at your own institution and, and and work out. Now, once there there is that list, so we've established mm-hmm. that. Once someone hires you uh, to do their search, do they give you that list? Or, I'm, I'm sure you ask them about you know what it is they're, they're looking for, but do they they go here? Here's here's the list that I have. Maybe you can cross reference, see if you come up with some of the same candidates. Um, or how does that process work? And I guess I'm just saying, okay, someone hires you, take us through the steps of, of let's say hiring a head coach. Yeah. So from the yeah, beginning, when the, um, AD high, you know, hires the, the firm to run the search. Yes, they do have the list, right? So, you know, we're kind of vetting that list as well. You know, they're going to want a few names from us, you know, probably about three or four names. Um, but you know, within that list, there's different factors, right? Like, you know, some, someone could be a sitting head coach. So there could be a buyout situation. You know, maybe their family won't want to move, you know, across the country. Maybe the compensation isn't right for someone who's on that list. Who's maybe coming from a higher level and it's a lower level, right? So there's a lot of different factors involved. Um, You know, so rarely does that list, you know, it's like, this is it. And we're just going to work off of this, right? Because there's just a lot of different moving parts. So, Yes, we will come with the list as well and, and really vet it, see what makes sense. But the, the most important thing is within the whole process, right, is our first meeting. You know, so when I'm meeting with the, that AD and the other stakeholders that are involved in the process, because you need to know that, is what exactly are you looking for in your next coach, right? What are some of the tangible, measurable items that you're looking for? Do they have to have previous head coaching experience? Do they need to come from a different or a certain geographical area? Do they, you know, style of play? You know, uh, what is it? You know, what are some of the challenges within the job? What are the resources like compared to the other, you know, uh, facilities and resources within the league? That's going to depend on who you hire because, you know, sometimes I'm not going to say all the time, but, you know, if you are one of the lowest resource schools in your league, you might want to consider, you know, looking at someone who's made it work within that situation. Right. Instead of maybe taking somebody who's had the best resources their whole career and chartering here and tiring. You know what I mean? It's a different right. lifestyle. Right. So it's um that's something you got to take into consideration. Right. So is really getting to know all the facts and what is the fit for that cult, for that institution, for that program, right? And, and what is the need at that certain time for that program? So I think it's getting that information. And then for me, I can effectively uh, recommend or generate a list that fits that criteria, right? Um, 
I don't do it the other way. I need to know the criteria, the ins and outs of the job, the challenges of it, what's great, what are the growth opportunities. I need to know all that information for really effectively getting giving that AD a list uh, of candidates that might work. So I, I do my work on the front end um, and really getting to know that. And then, you know, once I have all that information, I can make a pretty good um, suggestion throughout the process or just that initial list of who would be good for that job. I like the way you use growth opportunities instead mm -hmm. of challenges or weaknesses or, or, or whatever. What what prompted you to, to, to go with that phrase? I don't, you know, I think I think, you know, whatever institution you're at, ADs or administrators, you know, they, they feel pride right where they're at. So sometimes I don't think of how we phrase things. It, it, you can get a more honest answer, right? So sometimes if you're saying, well, why isn't it a good place? You know, I think that could, you know, rub people the wrong way or they won't give you a real true answer. Um, but, you know, if you phrase it differently, I think it, it can yield a better result in them articulating some of those different um, areas where it could be better or worse goes back to what you were saying about being a good communicator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so part two of my question is um, now that I, I've watched this video and I've gotten all this information, it's been great. How do I develop a relationship with a search firm beyond, okay, I, in your case, you know, filling out the form, but what are some tangible things that coaches can be consistent, genuine, and intentional about, Mm -hmm. uh, in developing relationships with search firms. Yeah, no, I think, I think it, it's advantageous for coaches to have relationships with all search firms. I say be search firm neutral, right? Um, I think that's important because each search firm has different relationships with different ADs. We all have those relationships that, you know, are, that are go-tos, right? So, you know, it's good for, for you to have a relationship with all, right? So the best thing to do that, to get on their radar or to even have the introduction, usually I think um, if a coach has networked right, and this is where the coaching aspect goes into play, where maybe your inner circle is, you know, one or two mid to high major coaches, right, that that been through searches and have relationships with, search firms. And if you have a great relationship with that coach, tell them to uh, introduce you to them on, you know, have them bridge that connection. Like, don't make it a cold call, you know, make it as warm as possible. Right. <laughs> so when, if that search firm has dealt with that coach on multiple occasions and they've have a relationship, have that coach bridge that relationship for you, whether it's via text or say, Hey, like we're going to, if we're at the final four, I'm going to grab dinner with, this firm, I want you to come with me, right? So those are great ways to get get to know them, right? While, you know, you're really not asking for anything. It's a great way for you to have credibility because that coach, he or she, I'm assuming, um, has performed well and, and has a really good relationship with that, with that firm. So they're going to listen, right? So, you know, if, uh, you know, Shaka Smart said, Herb, I need you to speak to this individual. I'm going to speak to him or her, right? Because, you know, Shaka, it has a great reputation and I know 
he he brings a lot of credibility to the table. You know, so I'm not saying everyone has a Shaq Smart in the corner, but I'm just saying, you know, if they have a coach that, you know, has a lot of credibility within the space and has those relationships with those firms, have them kind of, um, you know, bridge that gap for you. And so that goes back to a, a term that you use that this is the first time I've heard it. Uh, I've often talked about managing up, but not about networking up. So mm. help us explore that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's uncomfortable. Right. Uh, and I always say networking is a skill because you have to really be able to resonate with people. You have to kind of identify who is um, genuine or not. Right. I think earlier in my career, I tried to develop a relationship with coaches that probably didn't care, honestly. Right. And um, you need to move on. Right. And find the people who do care. Right. And in those networks and associations and things like that. So you need to network up where it's head coaches. Right. Or administrators where the people are making are in decision making roles that can help you navigate the space. And the more people that you have in your corner that are decision makers, the 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 faster you will climb that ladder. You know, right? Because, you know, as an assistant coach, how you're going to get your first head coaching job is you probably know that AD or, you know, someone who has influence over that AD. Right. So those are as an assistant, those are probably two, two, two scenarios that you're going to get that job. Right. So it could be a booster. It could be, you know, you're from that area and, and your name is golden and you got a whole bunch of people calling your behalf. Right. Or you work for that AD as an assistant or maybe your head coach has worked for that AD and you're part of a tree. That's how you're going to get a job, right? So how are you, how are you navigating those space? How are you navigating that space? Right. And, and uh, you only do that by networking up, you know, not staying consistent with your peers or below. I think one of the things that uh, there's a misnomer about search firms is that they're only dealing with, you know, the, the, the upper echelon whether it's, you know, power five of division one, but, but you explained to me that uh, search firms are now prevalent on, on all different levels. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you know, a lot of firms, especially they, they started on the higher education side, right? So they place presidents, they place chancellors, they put, you know, place all these high ranking individuals within an institution. So when, maybe in a division two or in a division three where the president is very involved in, in those decisions, right? Like, um, you know, they're going to say, well, you know, I use this firm. I want them to help us with the search, right? Because it's a high profile. It's, it might be the biggest sport on campus or whatever, you know, so firms are doing division two searches, you know, they're doing, you know, some, you know, division three, especially on the football side. You know, if you look at a client list, and, you know, most of this is public information. You can you can look and see if, you know, if they used a firm or not and how much. And, you know, that's all public information, especially at a public institution, not private, but public institution. So, yeah, you'll be surprised. You're like, oh, I didn't know firms, you know, um, did Division three or, you know, did some Division twos. Um, but, yeah, the headlines are the Division one, you know, where they're, you know, they're doing a search for a power five institution or a mid-major. But yeah, I think um, there's only so many 
jobs on the athletic side. So, you know, you gotta, you try to impact any of them that you can. That makes sense. Well, this has been great. I really wanted to demystify the, the search yeah. <laughs> term, you know, for coaches, because it's like this thing that, that's out there. And I wanted them to understand, you know, uh, how they can participate in that process, too, even if they're not a head coach. So mm-hmm. any last words of advice for the for the coaches that are watching? Yeah, just like I said before, I, I do think, you know, there's gold on your campus. Right. So, you know, as a coach, you're you are evaluated on can you find talent right so on your campus who's a rising star i know i was a coach there was like three or four administrators that were just phenomenal at binghamton they're all 80s at this point you know like they're out there build those relationships with them because um they will be 80s and you know those are great opportunities for you to to really get in on the ground level and someone to really get to know you. And right now, you know, if they're not in that, the head chair, you know, they're more likely to grab lunch with you and go to dinners and cause you know, they're not getting pulled in a million different directions. So right. I, I would take that opportunity to really evaluate who, who are those people on your campus and really start to make those relationships. And also as coaches, I, I, I do think we could do a better job of helping each other, right? And and building those relationships, picking people up. You know, I I just think it's crazy when we're on the road and we're traveling and we're going to all these different AAU tournaments and we're not we're not saying hi to each other. We're not, we're not, you know, I think we're so guarded sometimes. You know, put your guard down, put those barriers down, put your egos to the side and get to know someone, especially if you're an older coach that's been in the industry for a while, get to know a younger coach, right? And and maybe that's a that's a chance for you to mentor somebody. So I think, you know, we can all do our part in that. And um, and I think if we do that, the profession will be better. Right. And we're, we'll be mentoring more coaches and more coaches will be prepared. So those are my last words for for the coaches. Your, out there. Your golden nuggets. Yeah, those are my golden nuggets. Yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate your time. And I do want to bring you back at, at some point in the future to, to maybe explore, you know, some scenarios a little bit and, uh, you know, help coaches uh, maybe work through that. But um, this has been great. And um, really, really thank you for your time, Herb. Uh, I appreciate you having me on and, and I would love to come back anytime you'd have me. Absolutely. All right. All take right. care. All right. You too. All right. So listen, we got some great information uh, from from Herb Courtney. Uh, at Renaissance Search and Consulting, I'd encourage you coaches to really take his advice about networking and building relationships, because no matter what profession you're in, you know, that's how we all get opportunities. Thanks for listening to A Coach for the Coach today with special guest Herb Courtney of Renaissance Search and Consulting. If you want more nuggets, head over to my Facebook group, A Coach for the Coach, where we share helpful tips to take your coaching career to the next level. See you next week. Same time, same place.